Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 68 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. I am really excited about today's episode because we are talking all things creating a brand and creating a brand that stands out, creating a brand that people want to buy from. So I'm excited about this episode um, for two reasons. One is... Despite the importance of your brand and branding, we don't have a lot of podcast episodes about that. I think we only have one or two, and they're not quite, they haven't been quite what I want in terms of talking about branding. So I'm excited about that. And two, we have a very special free challenge for you guys to join, and I'm so excited to talk about that. So before we dive into the podcast episode and all things branding, I want to quickly talk about our free challenge. And I'm just pulling up my little sales page so I can get some talking points here. Um, We are hosting a five-day free challenge. It's a free video training or free challenge, whatever you want to call it. And it's called How to Create a Wildly In-Demand Brand. It's going to take place February 7th through the 11th. And what happens is each day you get a 20-minute short video with actionable steps And the theme of this free challenge is how to create a wildly in-demand brand. So your brand is more than a logo. It's how you attract your, the right dream customers to take their credit card and buy from you. So I'm going to give you the roadmap during this five days of how to build a brand that gets continuous sales, customer, super fans that shout your name from their social media accounts. So it's completely free. You get five days worth of videos. There's a private Facebook group where you can um, show up, you can ask questions about anything that we're going through, and I'll be sharing lots of stories and tips and tricks and everything else. So really quickly, day one, your brand is more than a logo, How, um, why it's important to create your own brand story personality. Day two, how to connect with your customers. Um, day three, how to sell the right products that your customers actually want to buy. Day four, how to get your customers to be involved with your brand, which is literally one of my secret sauce ways I grew my business to six figures, my old product business. And then day five, we're going to hear from other top e-commerce brands, and they're going to be sharing their tips on how they created their own wildly in-demand brand. So I am so excited. It's totally free. Um, I'm going to link the I'm going to drop the URL in the show notes below so you can sign up and be part of this free video training series. We are literally going to go through so much important stuff and I'm so excited. So drop that below and you can sign up today. It's free and you're going to get so much information. 
Okay, now that we got that out of the way, let's dive into how to create a brand for your business. So the first thing that I want to talk about is what is a brand? I think there's a lot of stuff out there and there's a lot of misunderstanding over what a brand is, but your brand is more than a logo. Your brand is literally how your, your brand is like how you come across. It's how you're perceived um, or as Jeff Bezos says, your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. And I think that's a great way to talk about your brand or think about your brand. It's literally, um, what people are saying about you, what people think about you. It's not your logo. And if you just take a minute and think of any brand that you like, just take a minute here. Why do you like that brand? And I'm going to guess Every single one of you out there is going to say, I like this brand because of X, Y, and Z. I like this brand because I like how when I look at their website or their product, I feel a certain way. You're not going to be saying, oh, I like that brand because their logo is great. No, you're not. Because that's not what a brand is. Your logo is part of your visual branding, which we're not going to really be focusing on in this conversation. This is more of the bigger picture of what your brand is. That's what you, how you're perceived. It's what you stand for. Another way to look or think about branding is like the vibe that you put out. And I think that's a really important thing. And I'd like to dive into a couple examples a little bit later. But your brand is the vibe you put out. So if you have a business and you're not getting sales, you're not getting much traction. And a lot of you know clients I work with or students I work with, they have that exact problem. They're having a hard time getting traction in their business. They're, they're not really selling products. They're not getting anything on social media. And a lot of times it's because they haven't done that legwork of creating that brand, which is like the personality of your business. It's the tone of voice. It's the colors that you choose. It's sort of like that vibe that you put out there. And a great example, and one of the people we're going to hear from during the free challenge is one of my fave brands and Biz Bestie, Ripley and Rue. So this is a great example of, um, she has done, she recently did a rebrand and like her rebrand is so good. And when she was telling me she was getting a rebrand, I was kind of thinking like, oh, I love your stuff right now. I don't know why you're changing it. But when you look at her brand now, it's like edgy and there's a vibe. And when you look at her Instagram page, you you feel the personality jumping off the page. That is what a brand is right there. When you go to someone's social media or you go to their website and you can literally like tangibly see the personality on the page, that's when you know you've created a brand. Another way to look at your brand is like the personality it's the, um, you know, the vision of your business. And I'm going to, again, go through a couple examples, but those are a few ways that you can think about your brand as a bigger picture and not just like logo or colors. And I want to give it, I'm also, let's, let's jump into some examples. And so one example that always comes to mind for me is, Starbucks. I, if you guys know me on social media, you see that I drink Starbucks all the time. I do love my other small business coffee brands, but I am team Starbucks. And one of the things, and I, people always ask me, why do you like Starbucks so much? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because also because I live in Seattle or I live in Washington state, which is where Starbucks is from. And so there's Starbucks everywhere. And you just like, 
It's a brand you want to support. I know some of you out there are like, no, I hate Starbucks. I don't like what they stand for. I only like small business. That's fine. You know, we can all like different brands, but Starbucks for me, I think there's a few reasons why I love Starbucks. One, I, when I read about the history of Starbucks, um, Howard Schultz is, I don't, he's not the current CEO or president. I don't know. I forget what his title was. He was a CEO, but he was a CEO for many years and he is the one that transformed Starbucks. Um, Starbucks started out and I don't, I actually need to know more about the history of Starbucks, but it started out as a shop in Seattle and, um, Howard, Howard Schultz, some, something with his story. I read his book years ago, but basically he spent time in Italy. He went to Italy for something, business or something. And he noticed how in Italy, all the people would go to these um, like espresso bars and they would get together. They would congregate, they would have community, they would chat. And he basically took that concept and brought that to the US. And that's what Starbucks is now. It's all about community and a place where people can get together one coffee at a time. So I love that kind of stuff. And when I read that story about him and how he sort of changed like the whole thing about Starbucks, it made me like the brand more. And again, notice how I didn't mention anything about their logo. The logo is literally like logos are great. Branding people out there are going to be really mad at me when I say this, but I think logos are very overrated. And I talk about my story of getting my logo for Dapper Dog Box. It literally, like I spent like 30 bucks. I hired someone. <laughs> I hired someone from Fiverr and they did my logo for me, you know, for I don't know, 20, 30 bucks or something. So again, I I'm not saying that you should have a shitty logo. I'm not. However, logos are totally overrated, I think. However, you sometimes will come across this beautiful logo and you're like, oh, that's why logos are important. So that's my thing. Again, branding people out there are going to want to punch me in the face right now. But I just feel like, especially when you're early on in your business, that is not where I think you should be spending money. I think developing a brand personality and colors and all that, super important. Logo, I don't know. I think it's less important, but that's just me. Okay, back to Starbucks. So notice how I didn't say anything about Starbucks logo. It's the story, the history. It's when you go to a Starbucks and one, I really like, you guys know, I love high-end brands. I love high-end everything. Um, So when you go into a Starbucks, things just look really nice. They look cohesive. Um, They have beautiful packaging everywhere. They have beautiful signs with beautiful graphic design that have pictures of coffee and sandwiches and things like that. So I really like the general aesthetic of when you step inside a Starbucks. They always look the same. They always smell the same. They always have the same everything, which is another factor of a brand is like you want to have a cohesive, cohesive experience. So across the page, you want to have, you want customers to have the same experience. And I think that is what Starbucks is. It's always the same. And I love that. The other thing I like is again, like even when you order a coffee, they put your name on the cup. That is a, that's a really smart thing. You know, it, you're instantly creating a connection with that customer when you get, when you get the name on the, on the coffee cup. And then Starbucks just does all sorts of good things for the world. And I really like that. I'm not someone who, 
You know, I like supporting brands that give back. Um, my old business, again, the Dapper Dog, we donated to animal charities, and I'm all about that. Um, it's not the most important thing for me when I support a, a product business, but it is important. And but I do like how Starbucks, like they give back. They they they're part of all these like really cool missions. So that is why I like Starbucks. It's it's all the things put together. They have a great mission. They want to create a sense of community for people so people can go to Starbucks and whip out their laptop and do their work or get together with a friend. They really empower that sense of community. And I love that. That is the Starbucks brand. It's not a logo. It's not green. It is the sense and power of creating connection and community one cup of coffee at a time. I don't know if that's their exact slogan, but it's something like that. And so you pair that with, I think Starbucks coffee is good. A lot of people out there who love coffee are like, no, Starbucks is garbage. I like Starbucks. You know, what can I say? I just love everything about it. And yeah, so that's why I love Starbucks. So that's an example of the power of creating a brand. And it's more of like the vibe and personality, less about logo and that kind of stuff. On the flip end, I'm going to share a story of a brand that I don't like. And I think I shared this story on the podcast recently, but I literally can't remember. So I'm just going to share it again. I talked about it somewhere. Maybe it was in my Slay and Scale. Um, I did a training on knowing your ideal customer in my Slay and Scale course recently. And I think that's where I shared the story. Okay, let's talk about uh, the... Okay, so I want to backtrack a little bit. So when I gave that example about Starbucks, that is an example of a brand that I am attracted to. So now after going to Starbucks, I'm a very loyal customer at this stage. Um, You know, I love Starbucks, right? So an example of being repelled by a brand. So you walk into a store or you go to someone's website and you feel like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like their vibe. I don't like what they're putting out there. That is the other end of branding, which is why it's so important. When you create a brand, you're going to attract or repel people. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to appeal to everyone. And that's something that's really hard for a lot of product businesses to understand or accept, but you don't want to attract everyone. You want to attract the right people that are your dream customers that want to whip out their credit card and buy from you. So an example of a brand that repels me is called Cotopaxi, and I'm, I might be pronouncing the name wrong. It's a really cool brand too, but it's like the vibe, the colors they put out there, it literally instantly repelled me out of the store. So I'll just give you a quick story. So Cotopaxi is like an outdoors, you know, um, I don't even know who I can compare them to. Almost like... Um, I'm blanking on the name, honestly, so forget it. But basically, they sell like high-end, outdoorsy, like hiking gear. So really nice, like warm jackets, sweatshirts, um, hiking equi- like hiking um, bags and things like that. So recently, we went to Seattle for something, and we went to this like shopping plaza in um, Seattle. It's like an outdoor mall of high-end shops. So of course, that's like. And when I say high-end shops, I mean like boutique shops, not like Gucci or something. I don't like any of those brands, but I like boutique small business. 
So we went into this <laughs> store. My husband wanted to buy something, a sweatshirt or something. And we went into the store and it's called Cotopaxi. And we walked in the store and it was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like color bombs everywhere. Everything was like bright and colorful. And I like color. That's the thing here. I actually really like color, even though I love black. I wear a lot of black. Um, but I really like color, but not this types of color. So you walk into their store, and if you guys are fans of this brand, like, I'm sorry, don't take offense. Um, it's like bright yellows and oranges and greens and reds, and it's like these bold colors in your face. Everything they sell has like a mishmash of color. So for example, my husband was looking for a jacket and we were in the store and literally I'm walking around being like, oh, I hate this store. I hate, I need to leave. I hate this store. That is, the store repelled me so much that I wanted to leave, which is great. Like I'm not their ideal customer. I would never buy something from them. Okay. Never. And that's okay. They don't care. They have enough people who want to support their brand, but that is like the sheer power of creating that visual presence that will attract someone like me to Starbucks or repel me like me to Cotopaxi. So anyway, he was trying to find a, a sweatshirt or a jacket and he, you know, he did find something he liked that was, I would say, more soft muted than their like crazy colors. But if you go to their website, you'll see what I'm talking about. Everything is like so bright and like you look at a bag and it's not a bag that just has like a really nice orange with a logo or something. It's like a strip of orange and then a strip of green and a strip of blue. Like it just, I hate it so much and I hate them. So <laughs> I like their mission. Like they're, they have a great mission. They give back. Everything is made from like recycled materials. So I like all that stuff. I think it's great. I am not, um, I don't want to talk about like recycling and all that kind of stuff. I like, you know, I do my best to be environmentally aware and all that. Um, but it's not enough for me to, to be a diehard brand, uh, supporter of a brand. But just trying to give you an example here of um, how you can be repelled or attracted to a brand through those visual cues, colors, um, online, it would be images of things. It would be um, colors, fonts. It would be the vibe and personality that you get when you look at the page. So anyway, those are just some examples. And yeah, it's funny, but I want you to kind of take a moment and just, it's important to reflect a little bit. I, this episode, um, I'm probably going to share a little bit of storytelling just because branding is not a straightforward thing. There's a lot of elements that go into it. And I want you to really take some time and reflect on what are brands that you really like? And I'm talking about, it could be anything. It could be Target. It could be anything, anything at all. What are brands that you like? Who do you like to support? Um, when you think of shopping in real life, and maybe like, let's not talk about Target. Let's take like the big department stores off the table. But like when you're going to go buy something, that is like specific, like a really nice sweater or like a really cool water bottle. Where are you going to? What brands are you supporting? Who are you giving your money to? And we could also look at online brands. That's fine too. Most of the time, it's not going to be because of the logo. 
it's going to be a story that you know about them. It's going to be their personality. It's going to be the the person behind the brand that shows up on Instagram every day and hops on Instagram stories or Instagram lives and talks about, you know, why they started their business or why they started their company or different stories that are going to f- make you feel connected to them. And maybe I don't like Cotopaxi because I don't really know much about the founder or I don't know about why they started. Maybe if I knew that I might like them more, but I don't think so. So it's important to take some time and just think about those people that you support. And I want you to really think about the why. Why are you supporting them? And I actually want you to write, I want you to like open up a Google Doc or open up a, a notepad on your phone. And I want you to just keep a running tab of this stuff. This is really important information, even though it seems like it's like fluffy stuff, like I'm making fun of this like earthy, crunchy brand and they're great. Like it's a a big brand. I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about their business sense, but it's just important for you to start realizing why you like certain brands and why you don't like certain brands. What do you have? Like, what is your Cotopaxi example for you, for yourself? In fact, I want to hear about that. I want you to think about a brand that you feel repelled by and like message me on Instagram and tell me. I love hearing this shit. I love talking about this stuff. I love talking about the power of branding in the sense that you're going to feel repelled or attracted to a business. And I want to know which ones you are attracted to or repelled. In particular, they're repelled. I think it's just kind of like a fun topic. And I'm trying to also think of other brands that I'm repelled by. Nothing is coming to mind. I get very like one tracked about certain things and I I am like a I'm a super fan of Starbucks. I talk about them all the time cuz I just think they do so many things right. Actually, I know a brand that I'm repelled by. I don't know if I want to talk about it here cuz I'm going to do a separate podcast episode. I'll, it's going to be a secret for later. I'm going to keep that to myself for now. Okay, so I want you to create your list, brands you love, brands that you are attracted to, and brands that are repelled, like you're repelled by, and I want you to write it down, and I want you to keep that list somewhere where you can keep adding to it. And then step number two, I want you to take a minute and send me a DM on Instagram, and this will also help me to know who pays attention to this podcast. Are you paying attention? And also, like, how's your sense of humor? I'm a super silly person. I'm very sarcastic. Um, I love what I love, but I also hate what I hate. But I also wanted to kind of know more about you. And I think like brands that you like or hate says a lot about, (laughs) probably says a lot about you and your personality. So anyway, so let's kind of dive into a little bit more about the brand stuff and like how you can think about it and what you can do for your business. So let's kind of talk about the power of your brand. So we've already talked about this a little bit. What I want to focus on here is the power of your brand and how it can help you connect and attract customers. And again, your brand, like the point of your brand is to create this bigger thing that's going to attract people to buy from you. That's always the end game here is we need people to buy from us. We can do all these cool things. We can donate. We can donate sales from our you know proceeds or whatever it is. But in that, the first part is like we need customers. And so creating that brand that connects to customers is super important. So what I want to talk about here is this notion of showing up and showing your personality. 
So when we're creating a brand, it's more than, again, colors and logo. It's that vibe and it's your personality. Really great brands showcase like a strong personality, especially if it's a small business. So again, Starbucks will have its own personality and vibe. But if you're a small business and you are the face of your brand, you're the one that's showing up on your website. You're the one that's showing up on TikTok videos or Facebook lives or Instagram stories, then you need to show your personality. That is literally the one thing that is going to get people to buy from you. Your product is important Um, Your product is always important. It's always important that you create a product that people want to buy. But in fact, if you're a small business and you're wanting to get traction, you showing up and showing up as your authentic self is actually what's going to get people to buy from you. People buy from people they like. People buy from people they feel connected to. And people love supporting small businesses that there's like a mission behind the, the business. Um, I'm going to tell a little bit, uh, I'm going to talk about one of my one-on-one or my former one-on-one client in a sec, but that's sort of a really good example is, you know, you have to show up and like show your personality. And I think so many of us are afraid to show our personality online because we're afraid of like our friends making fun of us, or we're afraid we don't look good on a video, or we're afraid that people won't like us if they know the real person behind the brand. And that is not true. And literally any smaller, when I, and when I say small business, like that can literally be you're making $1,000 a month or you're making a million dollars a year. I think they're kind of still in the same, it's still a small business. Um, but like any small business I know that is very successful, I okay, let me reverse that. There's not a single business I know that is super successful that does not show their face. I I mean, maybe I'm missing, maybe I'm just not thinking of someone right now, but pretty much anyone that I know that has a, you know, pretty big business, um, you know, and has maybe one or two people on their team or something, they're still the face of their business and they still show up um, for their business. They show their personality. They're showing their face. That doesn't mean you have to get on video every single day, but you're still showing your face. And I think that's a really important thing that a lot of small business owners are afraid to do. And like, they don't want to accept this. I think they still think that, you know, from five years ago when I had my product business, video wasn't as big as it is now. Like video is not going away and video is your one chance, not not your one chance, but video is your easiest way to create that connection with people. And it's so easy. And I think we overcomplicate it and we we let fear get in our way and, and we don't show up in video because we're afraid of what people will think. Um, but literally video is the easiest way to like create that connection with your customers. And I really encourage and invite you to show up on video, even if it's really starting small. If you haven't done any video or you haven't shown your face, you know, just start really small. You can do Instagram stories or you can do a couple of TikToks or something. Um, you can show up on Facebook live. I would say if you're afraid of video, maybe doing live video isn't the best place to start. However, like, you know, do whatever works for you. Go where your audience is, but incorporate your story, incorporate your personality 
into everything you're doing. So if that's on your, let's, let's go like step by step. Let's go, let's start with your website. Um, your website, I really want you to have a picture of you on your website. I talk about this quite often. Your about us page is going to be one of your top clicked pages. And I bet you a million bucks. If you go into your analytics and you look at your page, um, your content views, you can look at this in Google analytics. I'm going to bet you that like you're in your top three to four pages is going to be your about us page. People want to know who the person behind the brand is. People want to know your story. It's not enough just to say about us, like company name founded in, you know, 2016 in California. We're so excited to sell you our, you know, handmade leather sandals. I don't think that's enough. Like I want you to have a picture of you. I want you to have your name and I want you to have your story. That is the most important part. Talk about why you started the business or something unique about your business. Every person has a story. I literally don't know one single um, product business owner who started their business just for like, oh, I've just, I woke up today and I just wanted to start a product business. Like, I don't really have any reason why. That is not, that is not the case. (laughs) Like, I don't know a single person who has that story. Every person I know has a story. Like I started my product business. One, I was I just had a baby um, and I just wanted to do something different. The idea popped into my head at the gym and I said, you know what? Starting a product business would be awesome. What kind of business can I do? Okay, let's do um, let's do a subscription box business. Okay, what kind of subscription business? Um, okay, how about a dog business because I'm super passionate about dogs. And then as I was developing the idea, you know, one of my missions for my business was to have this pet subscription box so I could donate um, and contribute to helping rescue dogs. My first dog, Asha, is a rescue dog. And um, one, supporting rescues. Two, supporting um, animal rescues in general. Even if it's like a golden retriever rescue, it doesn't matter to me. Um, Supporting rescues and shelters, super important to me. And so that was one of my missions behind that business. I didn't just say, oh, I want to start a product business for no reason. Um, Jess, you know, who's a friend of mine and one of my one-on-one clients, I talk about her all the time on the podcast because I love her brand. See, AKA, when you like someone's brand, you like will talk about them and you think about what they're doing. So Jess, uh, she was on my podcast uh, maybe two months ago, and she started her business because her son, I think it was her son, had eczema. And then when she was researching um, products that we put in our skin, she saw that there was like all kinds of, basically all the products that we're putting on our skin are terrible. They go into our bloodstream. And so she wanted to start her own physical product. And her background was an esthetician and she trained, like she used to travel to like the Four Seasons in Maui to train um, estheticians in their salons. And so she kind of took her background and then she took this new like mission in her life, a, a, um, not a physical problem, oh my gosh, I can't think today. She took this like real thing in her life and she combined them and she created a skincare brand. So everybody has a story. And if you're not talking about yours, you're missing an opportunity to create massive and power connection with your dream customers who want to whip out their credit card and buy from you. So I feel like I'm on a little bit of a TED talk on this, but it's so important. Your story matters 
and it matters to your customers. And so I really want you to think about how you can incorporate your story and the story of your business into everything that you're doing. It should be, it, if someone goes to your website and they buy from you, they should, I hope that by the time they buy from you, they know a little bit more about you and your business, a little bit more. Um, so like I said, a great place to start is your About Us page. I would go so far as to say you should have something on your homepage closer to the bottom that has a picture of you and your mission statement of your business. And if you don't have a mission statement, I want you just to kind of take some time and think about what that could look like for your business. And a mission statement could be something as like the Starbucks thing. Um, And again, I don't know their exact mission statement, but creating connection, one cup of coffee at a time, something like that. You want to think of like, what's the real reason behind your business? <laughs> like that, that sort of like will help you create your mission statement. So, and I want you to have a picture of you and that mission on your, on your homepage. And then I also want you to have something on your about us page that talks about a little bit more information here. That's where you can share like, you know, my name's Carrie. I'm from, you know, I'm from Boston. My background is in marketing and education And after having a baby, I craved a new change in my life, and I decided to launch a high-end pet-focused subscription box business where we donate a portion of sales to help rescue dogs, blah, 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 blah. Um, So see how I just quickly went through my mission behind the brand, a little bit about me, um, like, oh, I have a mom, so now I'm going to create, now when a mom who is on my website sees that, they're going to feel a little bit more connected to me because we have something in common. So that is how you create a brand. So I want you to keep thinking, how can I, the power of your story, how can I share my story a little bit more, um, starting from your website, and then you can just branch out from there. Talk about your story on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, um, and just try to infuse that into your everything that you're doing. And then again, with like personality, if you're someone who, again, you have like quirky, everyone has quirky things about them. For me, I have a lot of quirky things and I really, I feel like this year I really showed up like how I really am and like embrace the weirdness about me. And so one thing I talk about all the time is my disgusting obsession for Tabasco sauce. I literally put that shit on everything, which is the slogan for Frank's Red Hot Sauce um, or yeah, Frank's Red Red Hot, um, which is another brand that I love. So Um, But I talk all the time about how I hate wearing socks and I hate wearing shoes and I just have all sorts of weird things about me. And I show up as myself all the time on the the podcast, um, anytime I'm doing video and you're either going to like me or you're not going to like me. And that's okay. Like not everyone has to like me. And certain people that I follow on social media or on YouTube, I stop following them because they annoy me. So we're not going to attract everyone and that's fine. Um, But embrace your weirdness. Embrace who you are. That is actually why people will like you. I promise you. I promise, I promise, I promise. Another person on the podcast, Allie um, from, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on her name, Pseudoforce. Um, she has this beautiful um, product with prints, and she uses lots of swear words on everything. And you watch her, you follow her on Instagram, and she just, like, the personality just screams off the page or off the video. So much personality. She's so authentic. 
Um, Pseudo Four Studio. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I'm going to brain, uh, I have a bit of brain fog today from COVID and I feel like I cannot talk today. So I apologize. Um, but my point here is that her personality shines through and people are going to either love her and like want to support her or they're not going to. So you have to be okay with not appealing to everyone, but get your personality out there and get it so people can see who you are and they will want to, um, they'll want to follow you, want to support you. So, so that's one thing. Um, and I just want to also quickly talk about this concept of the faceless brand. And I see so many of you out there that you have a business, but there's like, you're missing that face. And if you're a small business and you don't have pictures of humans on your website or you don't have pictures of, you know, you at all, you don't, it doesn't have to always be you, but there has to be some person or personality behind the business. And this notion of like the faceless brand is, I feel like it's gone. I'm sorry, but I feel like a faceless brand is is going away. More like more and more shops are opening up online, which means more competition for you, which means more saturation, which means you need to work extra hard to stand out and to stand out is not to be a faceless brand. I think the faceless brands only work well for Amazon because there is no brand loyalty to Amazon shops. There is brand loyalty to Amazon. I'm not saying that. But people go to Amazon and they either um, search for something like, you know, AirPod um, case. And they'll look through a couple listings and they'll just kind of choose one and just buy it. They're not worried about anything else. They're literally worried about getting the product they have in mind at the best price point with prime shipping, which is two-day free shipping. Um, That is the faceless Amazon brand, and it works because Amazon's a marketplace. And so people don't go to Amazon to scroll, or maybe they do. You know, sometimes I do do scroll on Amazon, but generally I have a product in mind and I start searching. I don't search for a brand. I search for a product like iPhone, um, iPhone, um, like whatever this is, iPhone case. I'm holding my phone up like as if you can see what I'm talking about. Oh my gosh, I've lost my mind today. Um, You search for like, you know, water bottle or you search for um, like iPhone case or something like that or, you know, MacBook Pro case. Not necessarily a Mac product. It's just going to be some case out there. So for those situations, there isn't really a huge emphasis on like brand loyalty. And again, you might argue with me and say, no, when I go to Amazon, I search for specific brands and maybe you do, but if that brand that you're looking for doesn't show up, there's going to be alternative ones. Um, Like I look for certain, like, well, I used to look for certain skincare brands and they wouldn't be in Amazon, but then they would give me like alternative ones or something. Um, But my point here is that the faceless brand, it only really works for like an Amazon. If you're trying to grow your business beyond Amazon, it's very important that you show up and you have there's a face and a personality and a person behind that business because that again is what's going to both connect and appeal to your dream customer. So it kind of goes off what we've been talking about for the last half an hour is the power of you, your story, and creating a brand that connects and attracts your dream customers. 
Um, and I think that is where I'm going to wrap it up today. I did have more things I wanted to talk about, but I think there's so much information. I don't want to give you so much. And then you're like, oh, I don't really know where to even start today. So what I'd uh, rather do is actually just give you a couple recaps so you can kind of have some really great takeaways for today. So the first thing that I want you to do, as we talked about before, is I want you just to make a list of brands that you really, really like. Just, and even like look around your house. If you're kind of like, I don't even, I don't know who I like. Um, Cause I ask a lot of my one-on-one clients, tell me a brand that you really, really like. And oftentimes it takes people a while to even think of one person, probably cause I'm putting them on the spot, but it's like one of my favorite questions to ask people because it says a lot about what matters to you, what you value as a person. And if you like a brand that does X, Y, and Z, it's something to like get your brain thinking of like, well, how can I do the same thing for my own business? Because oftentimes we love supporting other brands and we know why we support them. But then when it comes to our own brand, we don't really put the effort into that. We just think, oh, we need to create like colors and colors and fonts and logos. But we miss that part about um, like the personality, the mission statements, um, the things that are, are important to us as consumers, and it's not never going to be a logo, never going to be a logo. So I want you to kind of th- take time and think of that to start off with. And it would be great if you could come up with like five brands that you love and that you're attracted to. So you're scrolling through Facebook. What's What pops out at you to make you stop, stop the scroll and click and like say, oh, wow, I love that. Um, or on Instagram. Instagram is the scrolling app. And I know we've all waste time every day scrolling through that damn thing. But what when you're scrolling through, what are the things that make you stop and like either click and then you've then you've just discovered a new um, brand or a person or something? What makes you then start scrolling? It's gonna be something about their imagery, the visuals, the colors, something like pulls you in. Just like I talked about that Cotopaxi store, something about that stuff pulled me the other way. Like I was like, oh, I need to get out of this store. I absolutely hate it. I don't even want to be in here. So I want you to think of those five for each and just so first think of the brands that you like or don't like. And then I want you to think for each of those brands that you like or don't like, why? Why do you like Starbucks? Why do you like Lululemon? Why do you like Primally Pure? Um, whoever. And then on the other end, why do you hate Cotopaxi? Why do you hate Peloton or love Peloton? Um, why do you love Dunkin' Donuts or hate Dunkin' Donuts? So think of the reasons why you like and don't like them. And then your second, the second part of this for your homework today is I want you to send me a message on Instagram. I'm going to drop my handle below, but it's carrie.a.fitzgerald and tell me which brands you are repelled by. I'm dying to know. Please share with me. Um, It's such a fun question and it just tells me a lot about, you know, you guys as listeners and all of that really, really um, good stuff. And then the second part that, or the next thing that I want you to do is just kind of think about um, your own business. Where are you showing up? How are you showing up online? How are you showing up on social media? Are you showing your personality? Um, are you showing your face? Are you sharing your story? And if you're not, then I want you to put together a little plan of action to start doing so. So again, do an audit on your website. 
Are you showing your face? Do you have a little bit of like a mission statement? Do you have anything that talks about your story of your business, why you got started or something like that? And then do the same for your social media, like even Instagram, for example. Have you shown your face at all? If you if I scroll through your Instagram right now, am I going to see am I going to see the person behind the brand? And if I'm not, well let's let's talk about how you can start slowly getting some images of you in there. Um, I would love to see some images of you and so would your customers. And then two, could you do something like, even if you're like, no, I can't put any images of me. What about we start with an Instagram story? A picture of you could be anything. Here's here's how I started my business. Here's like, here's the, um, I don't know, something about starting your business and why. And then you can save that as a highlight on your Instagram. And it could say something like, Um, our story or our beginning or our brand. And then you just, even if it's like one picture of you, it just gives people that connection point. Like, oh yeah, I love, um, I love this brand and I love that, you know, she's a mom and she also loves dogs too. Like, oh my gosh, I love it. And then holy shit, she loves Starbucks. Like we're pretty much best friends. Now I definitely want to support this brand and buy from her. So those small things that you probably think don't people don't care about, those are actually the things that people completely care about because they are all connection points between us. And so if I know that you're a dog mom and you have a child, and you love Starbucks and you love Tabasco, we're we're pretty much twins at this stage. So I'll just put that out there. So those are the things that I want you just to take some time. And um, I don't usually give I don't usually give homework on the podcast. However, um, I'm in one of those moods where I just really want you to take action right now, and I want you to think about these things in a bigger way. And then before before we wrap up, sorry. Um, All these things that we talked about today, these are the things that we're going to talk and dive deep into during our five-day free challenge, how to create a wildly in-demand brand. So I encourage you to sign up. You're going to get five days worth of short videos, 20 minutes or less, with actionable step-by-steps that you can implement today. And like I said, a lot of the things we talked about today are going to be on those videos, and we're going to really like dive deep into these. So I encourage you to show up. It'll be super fun. We're going to do live Q&As each day in the Facebook group. I'm going to be giving away things. It's going to be a blast. So you can sign up below. I'm going to drop the link um, in the show notes. It is February 7th through the 11th. Um, If you can't make the live Q&As, you can watch the videos in your own time and you can post questions in the Facebook group and then I will answer those for you. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for listening and listening to me rant about Cotopaxi and Starbucks today. And (laughs) I will talk to you. uh, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much and I'll see you guys next week.